Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> Full house. You guys thought I was playing. You wow. guys thought I was exaggerating. With what? With the turnaround. The team was How massive this turnaround can John, be. John called him a wagon, so <laughs> screen grab that tweet. <laughs> I want it on record that John called them a wagon. A freaking wagon. Dude, at that point, it was, I mean, I mean, it was that way all game, but in that third quarter, holy wow, they just put their lights out. I mean, it was bad early, but you figured puncher's chance. Philly had come in, hit some buckets. Smart had just gone down, and no, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. So I, I don't know where you guys want to go. The, the win is so impressive. I wish we could dedicate all of our time to, like, you know, we keep talking about statement win, statement win. Okay, fine. They don't have Harden, but you play tonight's game without Rob, and you just put the screws to him. And then Marcus goes out in the first half, and you just extend your lead. And it's not even funny. They had a little blip there. Philly goes on a 7-0 run, and then they just put it, you know, put their foot on the gas, gone. But it's all great as long as Marcus comes back and he's not out for a really long time. But it's just hard not to like worry and wonder because sure. what the trade deadline did for you is it made you extremely freaking thin. Um and obviously like any core player extended absence would be bad. So uh, where do you guys want to start? You want to start with the game or you want to, you want to fret about Marcus a little bit? No, I want to start with the game. Go Definitely. with the game. Yeah, we man. We got spent a lot of time on this game. Yeah, man. They really, they, they, they really annihilated this team, man. We got to give them more than what? Two minutes. <laughs> as long as we don't talk about Jalen, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> 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 oh man. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Man, no. Shout out to Jalen balling out. Come on, yeah. John. Not know, even tonight. Messing around. No, Messing I mean, around. listen. He was hot tonight from – it wasn't just a first quarter thing. I mean, those threes were falling. Everyone's threes were falling tonight. But, man, he was feeling it. And those heat checks were going down. That three to end the second quarter the, to go into halftime, that was just like – that was just the icing on the cake right there. You just – you knew it was just going to be that kind of night after that. So, I mean, he deserves a he deserves a quick mention tonight. And we'll move on to uh, – we'll move on to Tatum now. A quick mention. Move on to Tatum. And, and, and you know, Cornette got some burn late in the game, so we should definitely get to him. Oh, crap. I mean, Jimmy, you're right. I mean, the, the second half, he could he could have given you know, a little more, right? Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> You guys are terrible. Right. To where where oh, was Bro- where was Jalen in the fourth quarter? He disappeared again. Didn't see him. <laughs> no man. Look, listen. When this team is playing defense like this, a, a 
again, we talked about it before. Like they can have nights like this, but they're just not. We haven't seen that consistency of them being a three-point shooting team, but we know they're capable because there's so many open looks for these guys when they're playing defense the way they are right now. So, like, nights like this are, are bound to happen, but to do it against the Philadelphia 76ers, and regardless of no James Harden, you know, it's a, it's that it's much a heck sweeter. of a message. Yeah, it's that much sweeter, in, in my opinion. It's it's a message. It's a, hey, look out for us. You know, not, not maybe not, like, a message in the, we're going to get you in the best of seven series, but more like a, hey, Look out for us. We're, we're out here. You know, we're, 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 we're surging right now. Look out, look out for what we're about to do. Yeah. Sherrod, what do you got? You were there. I don't think we can hear Sherrod or I can't. Sherrod, we can't hear you yet. That's part of the problem. I was wondering, I was like, I was like, he's way too quiet. I thought he was just listening. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think he was. Me too. I thought he was. actually thought that Sherrod was listening to what Josue had to say. Come on, bro. No, he's he's like, wow. He's been talking the whole time. We just can't hear him. I'm gonna Man, let these idiots the talk themselves out, and then we I'll then I'll we come in. Tell there. behind the mask. Yeah, and then he comes in and drops knowledge. Yeah, that's usually how it works. No? This usually is how it works. And then the chat's like, "Thank God, Sherrod finally talked." Before Sherrod goes, I mean, the one thing I'll say about about this one, it's yeah, because it's true. It's so true. Yeah, Harden didn't play, but this was this was still a message sent. Like, oh, I think I just heard him. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, we're now that the mask is, I was the mask. It was just the mask. mask go ahead, Jimmy. Finish your thought. No, real quick. I know, how, I know how quickly they go. With you, so <laughs> yeah, I already forgot what I was saying. It's no, what? Me- exactly. <laughs> Yo, message out of here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold despite- on. Hold on. Do you guys both hear him and I don't? Is that what's going on right now? I can hear him. Can you hear me now, Josue? Oh. Peace. Josue's gone. Deuces. <laughs> Absolute deuces. I know I'm gonna get this thought out at one point. Brockton Wi-Fi yeah. strikes again. Absolute mayhem. It. This is classic. This is a classic Garden Report star. Just absolute mayhem. Um, this was a message sent by the Celtics tonight. Yeah, I know Harden didn't play, and they're gonna look completely different once he does. But they just took no pres- no prisoners tonight. They just took it to them from the start. <laughs> Embarrassing. That's em- that's an embarrassment on their own home turf, right there. That's what yeah. that is. I mean, and and it couldn't happen to a. a an organization that I can't stand more, except maybe the yeah. Lakers. I mean, when it comes to Philly, <laughs> the, fan, the fans deserved the fans in Philly deserved a fifty point loss tonight. They really did. Yeah. So, shout out to the Philly fans. Yeah. Well, the the thing about this game that I, I just it really stands out. Obviously, the the score, but just the consistency. Like even when the Celtics started throwing in this guy, that guy, the other guy, they were still kicking their ass. In every level, I mean, Grant Williams four for five from three point range. Grant was the three point sniper for them tonight, <laughs> which is which is a phrase I I thought I would never say in a million years. Um, Neesmith had a career high scoring the ball, and yeah, a lot of that came in during garbage time. But you know what? Those are the minutes you get. Make the most but of them. He equi- he played actual yep. rotation <clears throat> minutes, and he was and he entered the game before Smart got hurt. And again, he did. yes, you go, yeah, you go you go it was, down it was the side, the, the, yeah. There's you a trickle that down that when you rattled, go down a guy. Rattled. Yeah, there's a trickle down though. You yes, had to... that started the whole. That started the whole thing, right? No, but I mean, it starts with yeah. Rob's not out, so Grant starts. So you need some second unit minutes there. Okay. Tice obviously came in to back him up, but that's still he went to Neesmith early, and Neesmith. He, he was good. I mean, Three for five. And, yeah, for yeah. him. And, and there's uh, a difference. Thing, there's a difference for right. sure. Going to right. him early. Thing, right. Yeah. The other thing too, though, is just the way that they approached Embiid. I thought it was really smart because, I mean, you, you look back at this game and Beats first field goal didn't come until the second quarter, about six minutes to play. Uh, and and he, yeah. it wasn't as if he was um, – they were just basically making making sure that he had a presence, a body almost everywhere he looked. 
it yeah, was swerving. And, and it wasn't so, yeah. all from the same angle. Some of it was coming backside. Some of it was just just straight double team. Yeah. A lot of a lot of tilting. The game plan they had defensively for him was flawless in the first half. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And and it's, it was again, incredible too. They didn't make someone else beat you. That was clearly the, yeah. yeah, right. So, go ahead, he, just wait. Right, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. No, no, I was just gonna say they didn't take a whole lot of double teaming. It was just it was just everyone sort of taking their turns and just staying in front of him. You know, I, I thought Al Horford did a good job, especially in the first quarter, to get, start things off. Just you know, just being a little physical with the body, but also just staying in front of him, and that led yes. to misses, and that led to the Celtics' offense just really you know finding their momentum early and often. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, so- and the thing I, I talked actually, I talked to Al uh, before the game for for a little bit, and the one thing he said, and I and it's 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 true. They're winning, and they're not playing the best that they can play. Like, every game that they've won, really, the last, you know, in this winning streak, there's been at least four or five, maybe six games where you look at them and say, well, damn, Jalen really didn't shoot the ball that well. He could have shot better. Tatum made some bad plays that, you know, it didn't cost them, but they still won by 15. The bench didn't really get it done here. You And that is encouraging because that means that their love is growth, and they're finding ways to win while they're growing and figuring out how different ways to win. Yeah, and that's Since the scary you, part about this team right now. Tonight they had it all cooking at yeah, once, though. Yeah, they did. But with the exception of like Tatum started a little slow, but Brown came out hot. It was really since you guys won't do it, I'll talk about Jalen Brown um, because uh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> because no, but you know what though, uh, you know Jason Tatum definitely has like a, a Matisse Tybel kind of problem where you know he gives him some trouble. So you know that that's like going to be a tough matchup for him to crack. Uh, it's one great thing about Simmons being gone here because Simmons also actually, I mean, I remember JB, you know, put Simmons in a blender, um, you know, last year when they faced off, but he, he does a good job on Tatum also. So these guys are tough matchups for Tatum, which means you can't have Brown who'd come off back to back. Not so great games. Couldn't do that tonight. He had to get going and he did early. And that was the best sign right out of the gate was he was aggressive. He was hitting his shots. Everything looked tighter with him. Um, and he set the tone for them offensively before everything else kind of started happening for the Celtics. And, you know, everyone started knocking down threes and, and that. But uh, Jalen was huge early um, in this game. And, and like I said, super important in a game where Tatum's going it, to, it, you know, and Tatum did get it going eventually, but. You know, it was a little tough right. sailing in the early. He picked up the, the slack, early. though. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that was great. And then, I mean, look, man, you know, we do the make miss league thing all the time. Right. You know, they knocked down this. You knocked down this many threes. Right. I think. Know. I think what we what we need to do is examine this closely and, and figure out what's the recipe for this to happen again. I mean, obviously. You know, record-breaking shooting isn't going to happen every single time, but more consistent approach to how they're able to knock down so many threes would be huge for this team moving forward. I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to crack the top ten in shooting, but the fact that they're uh, uh, the, the best defensive team right now, when they're able to light it up the way they did tonight, obviously, I mean, who in the East is really going to stop this team when they when they when they had that much momentum? Right, and that was yes. it too. That it's like 30, 32, no. 37, 32, 34. They never took their foot off the gas offensively. They won every single quarter, including the fourth quarter, which was basically straight G League. You know, main. Right. You know, start to finish there, and they still won that. They still won that quarter uh, handily. Yeah. Peace, Josue. So, um, Jalen's our Jalen Brown phenomenal player of the game award winner. The brownie. He gets the, the brownie. brownie. He gets the brownie. So. We actually, that's a little inception because we, we incorporated that award in the show so that we would always talk about him in some way, shape, or form. 
but tonight he actually won it. So, um, you know, that's something that we'll have to keep tabs on. We'll have to have Nick. It's almost instead of the uh, Tommy Award, it's the Brownie Award. The Brownie but, Award. Uh, he played, the he Jaylen, played awesome. I mean, the Jalen Brown, we're not going to talk about an award, right? We're not talking about it anymore. But um, <laughs> Tatum came up huge later in that game, you know, second quarter, whatnot. Um, uh, Sherrod talked about Grant stepping in nicely. And they got some actually got some production from their bench guys. What did you guys think of of um, White tonight? We haven't mentioned him yet. I mean, the num the friggin' he looked he didn't blow any like blow you off the page, right. but he finished with minus he played, finished a plus forty one. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was, he, he, I thought right. I mean, just he, I was just gonna say I thought he stepped it up right after Marcus went down, but it wasn't even stepping it up. It was just more the same, you know. Like he's just been so solid right. since. Since he got here, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's, he played. He's, he's just playing his game, and he's kind of fitting yeah, in really real pretty deal. easily. Yeah, he's a real deal. I mean, he he gives them exactly what they need. I will you know. say, you know, he he being the type of player that isn't gonna always like fill the box score in the most impressive way. I do think he was helped tremendously by that first game where he did fill up the box score a little bit mm -hmm. and knocked down his threes and was kind of all over the place. And everyone was like, all right, all right, because they've been quieter games the next couple, uh, just statistically speaking, but that's not really everyone will tell you how he's making his impact, um, you know, isn't really through the, the traditional stats and the box score numbers. Solid. There wasn't a drop off. You were you were worried there uh, when Marcus went down that that would be a problem. It didn't happen. What I'm surprised by is he's not really he wasn't when even with Marcus out, um, he wasn't the primary ball handler um, really in many situations at all. Are you surprised at all? In the history of the NBA, not necessarily. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Gerard. I'll go after. No, I, I was just I was just gonna say I'm, it doesn't surprise me just because they have such a free flowing style of play that is pretty much whoever gets the rock you bring it up unless there's a specific matchup that you want to kind of go at in a half court set like I, I thought the only time he really brought the ball was when they wanted to run something in a half court set and they needed someone to orchestrate to, to be the project manager and organize and so I, I thought that's what's his that was his role um, but for the most part they recognized that there were so many holes in the Sixers defense that slowing the ball up was a bad idea. Um, it just it was just a really bad idea. It just attacked them, and that's what they did early and often. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was just going to say, it reminds me of, and I'm sure Bobby will love this. Maybe I'll bring it up when he comes in, but um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of what Hayward used to do, you know, like that last season of him when he was just sort of like, not the facilitator, but just sort of made sure the ball was always moving. That's his, that's just his job right now. I, I feel like that's been what he's designed to do on offense, but also, of course, give you those, you know, whether it's a, a, a quick bucket down low or whether it's an open shot from behind the arc, he does a little bit of that. And then, of course, what he means on the defensive end has been huge for this team. But, yeah, I mean, he's just been sort of the guy who makes sure everything is fluid on offense. And and uh, we, we, we saw that again against the, against the Sixers tonight. Yeah, sorry, just wait. I mean, uh, Sherrod, I muted you for a second with some background noise out there, but I think yeah, I thought I, I thought I lost you guys. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when um, I heard him, when I, the background noise stopped, I thought I lost you guys. I gotta ask a question to everybody. Yes. Here. Is this the same team that we yours, we saw like in November and December, and that we're just like Jimmy? These, these are just like a lifeless group of guys? But so like, what no. what changed? 
Like what? It's an attitude adjustment more than more than anything. Well, we talked about it last time, reps, right? Like the effort, reps, the effort is totally else. different, right? Totally yeah. different. Well, I think to answer your question, though, I think reps and some shitty L's. You know, <laughs> to, to, to be frank, I mean, like a lot of those losses stacked up, obviously, as we were covering all of them, and and, and I think you you couple that with getting out of your you know ridding the bad habits that this team was always doing, especially in the second half, and and being able to keep that. Uh, intensity for four quarters straight. I, I just think they they sort of just got it now. They finally found that that uh, sweet spot. Yeah, this will all sound like a bunch of go, go ahead, Sherrod. No, I, I was just going to say when I talked to Al this morning about that. I actually asked him that very question, like, what the hell happened? Like, you guys have been like world leaders <laughs> the last like couple of weeks. Before that, you kind of get your ass kicked quite a bit. And he was just like, you know, you, you got to look at the fact that the last couple of weeks was the only time we've had all season where everyone that we were counting on in our regular rotation was healthy. Uh, and it's not even so much that you're playing all these guys. It's just you know what your role is. You know that you're going to be putting your best five-man lineup out there night in and night out. And, you know, he, he said it's it's hard for people to kind of understand how chemistry changes from one team, from one possession, from one group to the next. And when you find it, though, you know it. And And they have that now. Um, and obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about it, but Marcus Smart's situation, it's its a nervous one. It's There's a reason to be – this is – and Bobby, he'll come on here at some point and, and talk about it. But that this was the thing that you worried the most about, that one, you know, part of the machine not being available, how are they going to respond to that? And obviously, the second half, they beat the snot out of the Sixers. Um, but what are you going to do against the Detroit team, which you should beat easily, but not having one of the pieces in your machine – how much is that going to impact how you approach the game, how you play that game? Well, the part of it is like, and again, this is like non like XO platitudes about like wanting it more and getting it. But like, we've talked about this team as a front runner before. But real quick like, guys, how long, how long do you guys think it'll take for Bobby to uh, start talking about Peyton Pritchard uh, opportunities? A couple minutes, three minutes. We'll see. <laughs> I we'll hope see. not. I hope Just not. Saying. Look, we've talked about them as front runners in the sense of like, you know, they haven't done well late in games and they do better with the lead. But another way to look at it is also like just experiencing some sustained success can be a little bit of contagious and you want a little bit more of it. So like even stacking together a couple of wins, like seeing something work, you know, like you start with this switching defense and they're a little bit all over the place in the beginning. And then you're tinkering with lineups and things aren't working and you're working with Tatum and Brown as primary ball handlers at certain times. And that's not working exactly right. And you're trying on different shoes and different things and see if they fit. And they've been doing that a bit and it's not to make excuses for it, but like, you know, your coach is like, do this. And you're like, okay. And then you go out there and it doesn't go great. Are you super excited to run out and do it again the next day? Or are you, are you starting to question like, are we doing this right? Is it me? Is it you? Is it him? And so like seeing it work, like just increases buy-in, you know? So like <laughs> you've done it now a few times in a row and you're like, ah, a formula. If we do this and we do this and we do this, it results in this. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, they're rolling. Like, each game they look better than the last at this point. And you're right. They're overcoming. Like, <clears throat> each time it's not even perfect. It's like, wow, they won against this pretty good opponent, and this guy and this guy weren't great, and they played a crap second quarter. And, like, those games were automatic L's before, and now they're coming out as, as, as wins. So it's like, I feel like there's that buy-in. And the buy-in wasn't like they didn't trust Ime necessarily. They just needed to see 
results. Yeah, seeing and, is believing. Well, right? yeah, and, yeah, and now I think got I think that's what. Bit. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were afraid of two weeks ago, right? I mean, we were like, look, this is sort of the the soft spot of the regular season, the the time where you're you're starting to run out of time, right? Like the the All Star break is, is going to be coming up soon. You're still in the the playing uh, territory in the Eastern Conference. So this was the last two weeks, and then all of a sudden they rattle off nine wins in a row. I mean, that's how everyone buys in. They see the results. Winning is the ultimate. Okay, we we see you. We see what you've been saying, coach. You know, it's the ultimate. Everyone's gonna believe you or believe in the system when you rattle off nine wins in a row, and you all of a sudden you're in the sixth, you know, the sixth spot in the East, and, and you just cut a game from from the from the Philadelphia 76ers who had a two game lead heading into this matchup. Like, man, this thing could really get going. Like, we're talking about them cracking, you know, a top four seed or just having this momentum overall heading into the postseason well what's crazy is like two weeks ago we weren't even talking about this team as like buyers we were like are they going to be sellers like are they right. contenders you know what i mean so it's it's it has it has happened very quickly and maybe it shouldn't be that big of a surprise because you know we we did see flashes of these guys playing well but they just couldn't maintain leads or they couldn't play for a full 48 you know and and now what we're seeing is their defense is leading to offense and that's the mark of a good team or a team that's actually playing for a full discipline. start to finish. Exactly. Discipline. Right. You know, if you're not playing, if you're not playing strong in the defensive end, then you're letting the other team score on you, get back on defense. And now it's a lot harder for you to get into your sets. If you're trying to run fast break, you can't, um, you know, the fact you don't have a traditional, traditional point guard in those situations where defenses are allowed to get set. Um, you know, that's one of the worst things that can happen. So their defense is leading to them having the advantage on the other end because they're they're you know they're shutting guys down and when you when a team starts shooting you know 25 30% from the field i mean man their shoulders start to slouch they start to play a little bit slower they start doing those hail mary shots that we've even seen the celtics do at at times earlier in the season and you get into these one-sided you know suck the life out of them games like like tonight and it was it was just a good you know you kind of just one of those games where they just put their foot on their throats, you know, it, it was nice to see that them not let up, you know, which I think John mentioned like a, the Sixers went on a little bit of no. a run. I mean, it's the NBA, like it's going to happen, but like it never got even close to the point where, where <laughs> anyone was worried of, of a colossal uh, breakdown here. All right, quick pause. We want to tell you about our exclusive wagering partner here at the garden report. And that of course is bet online. The big game is finally here. We're talking about the Super Bowl, Super Sunday, last game of the football season. Bet Online has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player props, whatever you've got here, then where the next fired head coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all NFL betting in 2022. Not just football, though. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. So head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device to sign up, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do, use the promo code CLNS50 to get you started. It is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online where the game starts. Once again, promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus to get you started. Head on over there today. What do you guys think of that comment? Is that true? The, the, the I love you all, you know, was that the, was that the, uh, the, the one oh. that changed everything? Marcus Smart saying that? I, I like that. He's on, he might be onto something there. 
I don't know. Jalen Brown gave him a compliment after the game uh, off on the walk-off no. interview. He did. He did. He did. Yes, he I noticed nice that. Things. I noticed that. It was the first time all year. Look, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> he said. No. Seriously, like when when have they ever said a, a solid, positive thing about Marcus Smart? Like it's it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, they kind of they kind of laid it up for him, but he did. He did. Besides, you know. Besides Ime, he's the only one I've I've heard positive things about. I mean. <laughs> it hasn't been all negative, but it just hasn't been mentioned much about Marcus. Sure. Yeah. Very quickly, one thing I do want to mention to people uh, out there, because uh, I know Jimmy loves this. This is Jimmy's new favorite thing. What's your favorite thing, Jimmy? We're talking about Discord? Yes. Oh, yeah. Discord. <laughs> I was watching the game. I was looking for you guys. I didn't see anybody. I, didn't see any... I saw Gelso on there. Shout yeah. out Gelso. Oh, oh we talking about Discord. Our producer, Amit. Uh, no, who hasn't. Ahmed Ahmed hasn't slept in Yo, 72 sorry. hours. He's just been on Discord the whole time, just making uh, sure dude, that the thing is right. running. Every time I pop on, Ahmed's like holding cord in there. He's yeah. tossing links up. It's honestly <laughs> a lot of fun. I mean, all joking aside, it, it's fun in there, man. Like everyone's sort of just popping in and shooting the shit, talking about you know typically Celtics, but you know NBA, and um, it's fun. To, it was fun to be in there tonight during the game, and everyone's kind of obviously everyone's watching the game, so. Yeah. You know, it's fun to get everyone's live reactions. And um, we already have, like, what, 400 people? Almost 500 right now. I want 1,000 before the end of the night. First of all, we got about 2,400 people now uh, watching us in all multiple uh, places, including our two YouTube channels and Twitch. Um, nice. But, uh, almost 2,000 in our main YouTube, you know, 400 or so in Celtics. And, you know, um, so – why don't we get just a bunch of you guys over to the Discord um, server right now? Uh, we chatted up in the Celtics uh, section, but I mean, really, there's a lot of different options there for poke uh, places for you to go. Poke around. Check it out. The link is pinned to the chat. Uh, join up. Uh, jump in there. Chat. The chat's going now during the game. It was going during the game. It's going during postgame. A bunch of us usually jump on after the postgame show is over, uh, and, and, and we'll be there to chat with you guys if you're interested at all. And then at various points throughout the day, and as time goes on, we'll start to have more planned chats. Um, you know, Joe Sway might be hopping in at noon on a Tuesday, and Jimmy. Jimmy's kind of a Friday, Saturday night sort of guy. You might get him coming back. You know, stack, <laughs> coming back around midnight. I did. Uh, I did from, audio Discord. Coming back from a from a fun yeah. night. Yeah. We have audio Discord on there too. We can jump in and do voice. Voice. You know, people are just chatting up in there. Um, yeah. you know, and the show's chat. not over, guys. We're not going anywhere. We're just telling you, Discord's also yeah. a thing that we do in addition to this. Um, and the link is invalid in description. CLNS Media. Anyone else getting that problem? Jeez. Anyway, join join Discord. We're going to talk more. We're not going anywhere. We're still here. We're hanging out. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah. jump on with us. Uh, it's fun. We're doing it forever. But obviously throughout the course of the season, there'll be a lot of stuff to talk about um, oh, as we uh, kind of continue on. Um, I'm double checking here on the link. There it is. People, people are on it right now. See that? People are. Yeah. People have been. This is all during the show the game during the show link invalid guys we've got a problem with the link so um oh I'll jesus let the producers know back back home fix the link a bunch of people just tried to fix join the we, damn just, link. we just lost about 20 people oh it everyone's expires pissed. we'll put yeah, a new one up everyone's mad now um i tweeted forget it forget everything i just said don't join discord <laughs> we'll do a separate sub discord on Somebody let up the link. So yeah, I did. Somebody let me know when the good one's in there, and we'll tell you to join that time. Someone, anyway, someone said this one works, but I don't know. He might just be joking around. I don't know. 
I know. <laughs> Can't trust them. I'm waiting uh, for two more people to confirm. You know what? Maybe maybe we should make it so easy for people to join. You know what? You know, may, may, might make it a little bit more exclusive. I kind of like that idea a little bit. Let's make it easier, okay? We got a new we got a new situation. The last thing I'll say about it, and then we'll move on. Ready? Here here's a link you can just type in. What do you got? I don't know. Is it up there? Oh, there you go. Oh, that's easy enough. Do that. Media.com slash discord. Easy, short link, quick link. CLNSmedia.com slash discord. Go there. And um, um, I'm at, I'm at, someone we'll tweet, said, we'll tweet this, the link too. Someone said there's 700 million people on Discord. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's impossible. That's a, that's a joke on me, and I, I got I to gotta give him props for that. That's funny. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> Sh- Sherrod, uh, I, I know it's not like it's not the game story, but you mentioned him earlier. Um, you know, what did you like? I, I always, I, I, we do this and then the next time we see him, he, he's just the same kind of basket case and he plays six minutes and then he sits down and then that's the end of his night. But do you think Neesmith did enough in his first stint to have earned more minutes if the game weren't such a blowout? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think he was, I, and a couple of reasons for that one, because of the way he was playing, but two, you didn't have Rob. So you had a vacuum of minutes to disperse to the rest of your team. And someone had to, you know, kind of enter the rotation who doesn't normally play. And Neesmith is, is that guy. But, he look, he did a lot of good things out there. I mean, you know, he had his, his uh, typical head-scratching moments where you're like, dude, you're open. What the hell are you doing missing a wide-open shot? Yeah, that corner. But, yeah, he, had, he had, had those moments. But overall, though, he did a lot early on to justify why he was going to be out there longer stints. Uh, but to me, Neesmith at this point, the ceiling for him is like 10, 12, maybe 15 minutes a game. That to me is like the most you're going to get out of him. Um, and, and, then, and again, that's stretching it a bit. That's probably with one guy out of the rotation that he's filling in for. So, you know, um, what was crazy surprising? I, I was looking up last year because we were t- all along of Sherrod, we've been saying Neesmith, he just needs a guaranteed 15, 18 minutes a night. And stop yanking his chain. And then someone's like, yeah, he got that last year. And I was like, no. And I went back and looked. Neesmith averaged 14.5 minutes a game last year. And I just wouldn't have known that. It doesn't didn't feel like it. I don't know if most of those were amassed in garbage time or in a couple of stints. He didn't it feel was like garbage a, time. It was like after eight straight DNPs. Like yeah, there, it felt no. like he was don't so forget. all over the map. Don't forget, right? John, when you don't play, that doesn't average into your playing time. Exactly. So in games well, he well, played fourteen point five, but he had so many of those DNPs, Jimmy, and exactly right. Yeah, and and plus Brad would do it like in weird spots. It would be the final two minutes of of like a, a second quarter or a third quarter, or you know the the beginning of like the second quarter here and there. There was never yeah. uh, never enough time for him to build momentum. I thought, but then at the same time, he didn't really show you much to earn that. You know that to add more. You know, give him more playing time especially for a team that was trying to compete. You know, if this was a team that was a bottom feeder or one trying to make the playoffs, I think you would see them more often. But this hasn't been that team, or at least they uh, they, they shouldn't have been yeah. last year. Uh, yeah, I Brad think, was like, I, it was psychological warfare with him last year. He was just trying to break his brain. Yeah, I, I think I think Brad realized that, look, I've take, I've done the damn daycare thing with these guys. I'm not doing that to yeah. man. We got to get some, we got to get some grown ass men in the building. Uh, and we saw that at the trade deadline with some of the moves he's making. And you look at his rotation. I mean, young folks need not apply. Y'all not ready. 
and until you prove that you're ready to do more than just get garbage minutes, you ain't going to play. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. you know, Pritchard is the only one of, of among that young core that you can see is going to get an opportunity in the, in the coming weeks. But depending on what they do with some of those open roster spots, he may find himself racking up some DMPs very soon. If he doesn't start doing, making more out of those 10 to 15 minutes, he's getting every game. Yeah. Well, you know what? Do you know what else, too? I feel like there's something there's, there's something to be said about uh, surviving the herd, so to speak, right? Like if you're Neesmith, you're like, man, you know, I I'm I'm still here, like I, I'm still in this opportunity. I'm not, I wasn't traded, uh, you know, I haven't been shipped up to Maine to, to spend the rest of the year, you know, it, and it, it shouldn't surprise him because this team has said all the right things that they clearly believe in him. But at the same time, it makes it that much more real that you're in this opportunity and you, you know, there's only you know, there's, there's, there's three roster spots open. There's not a whole lot of guys in the rotation and you're getting those minutes. You're at the bottom of that rotation, but you're in there, you know, and you have to make the most of your minutes. I thought he did an incredible job, especially when in this type of matchup where, you know, the, the game was sort of out of reach or even before the game was out of reach, you, you're, you're thrusted in there. You do well. And then all of a sudden you go off, you know, regardless of what the scoreboard said, you found that momentum and you were able to keep going. And all of a sudden you're flirting with a 20 point game. You know, that that's, that's huge, especially for his confidence right now. Yeah. So he's a uh, right. And you know, he see he sees Maxie on the other side of the floor tonight. He's like, I right. know what you guys, I know what you guys have been saying about me and I, you know, and, and, and right. who they, sh- and you know, who they should have taken. And he's uh, playing for pride right now, he's really playing for playing for pride in my opinion. Yeah. And you know, there's no. That was one of the fun things about the second unit, uh, that bench unit there in the fourth quarter too, um, was there's no. They played hard. It wasn't just let me get my threes. You know, like yes, they were looking for their shots, yeah. but they were still like going for it. I think it was guys who were like, I think there's a lot of guys out there who are like, I might be able to actually get some rotation minutes here. So I want to show that this isn't just friggin' clown time. That they didn't just put ten through fifteen on the floor and right. for mop up duty. I'm here to play, you know. Right. So like right. they were playing, they were trying on both sides. Another thing we didn't talk about a ton. I did want to give it a little bit of love before Bobby comes in because he's gonna want to spend the rest of the show on it. So we got to hit on it at least yeah. once. Tice. Um, Tice, man. Um, you know, like I here was my worry with Tice. Like I like I liked him last year. You know, we we didn't. You know, and, and I know Jimmy was on board here. We just didn't like Tristan. And the minutes were going to Tyson Tristan, and we wanted to see them go to Tyson Rob. And that was really it. And I liked Tice as a backup big, but uh, this was a couple of years ago or whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. beginning of last year. But there was a fear that though you were getting a broken version of him back, you know, like he wasn't playing great this year. So, you know, he'd been losing out on minutes out there too. And again, there's a play, the kids movement. What do you need a guy like Tice for there? But I mean, he's the ideal backup right now um, for, for these guys. He is perfect. Perfect with that second unit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's a veteran that he knows the organization. He knows the team. He knows, obviously he knows Tatum and Brown pretty well. And, and plays with Rob and all those things, all those things that you look for in a guy that could come in off the bench quickly, fit right in. Um, you know, we know that he's a good locker room guy because of all, all the former or now current players that, you know, enjoy his time with them. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good. I mean, he had a very tight night tonight. Did he have five fouls? So it's like he, has, he hasn't skipped no. a beat. But he had he had one foul in the first like thirty five seconds after he checked it. I thought that was yeah scary. yeah exactly. <laughs> but um, no, he can come, he can come in play you know multiple positions over there. You know, obviously a 
multiple big positions and he can play small ball if they want to and he can hit that outside shot so he allows him to do uh, a few different things out there and it's a good player for Ime to sort of rely on you know you didn't want to stick Ime with a bunch of guys with with no experience or or just guys that were going to be buyout guys or or 10-day guys you know he needs to be given enough talent so that he can get eight nine guys time strong yeah in the rotation yeah he's good man he's he's you know he's he's sequels athletic are, he's he's sequels, active he's switchable so you know like he doesn't yeah. he just does a lot of things for you and just again that was always the what was the downside to the double big and again rob doesn't play it throws the whole equation out the downside to double big minutes was you had nowhere to go on the bench you know nowhere and now this is a phenomenal op- phenomenal option <laughs> look at you phenomenal it is it yeah. is. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I think I think we all agreed with that when we first heard about the trade, but we just kind of wanted to. I see just didn't it. know what they were getting. Right? If he was yeah. like, you know, you know, it's like everyone wanted Aaron Baines, and then you saw Aaron Baines playing elsewhere, and you're like, oh, he's the worst player in the league now. You know, like, um, you know, just even like after a year away. So like, you're hoping you're getting right. the same thing back. And he he was he looked like he didn't miss a beat. Sherrod, you got a party Phoenix, going on back there? Phoenix Baines wasn't that bad. No, not even close. <laughs> it's something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sherrod's Sherrod's keeping it quiet back there. But you know uh, where I'm at, though. I mean, I'm, this, this is what happens. I mean, folks can't understand why their team got their asses kicked. But you know, <laughs> it's all good. It's all Yo, good. it's Keith. What's Keith saying? Keith talking shit? <laughs> not yet. Not yet, but he called Keith, this Keith always, Keith always, uh, oh, he called it? Oh, all right, he ain't talking shit. He called it. He Keith, said Keith, this was going to happen. He said it was going to happen. Pompey? He's got, he, yes. Yeah, he's got his Philadelphia 76ers that, you know, he usually he comes correct with the. No, he said that, he oh, said he this was, it? he okay. said it was going to be this kind of game. I'm thinking like, you okay. full of, well, I'm not going to tell you what I said he was full of, but. Yeah, you two don't <laughs> use, uh, you, you don't use PG language when y'all two talk. I, I noticed that. The, the, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. great though. It's tell tell Bodner we got his pod waiting for him if he's out there too. Um, oh, good call. We got we we got it warm. Good we call. got it warm and waiting for him if he wants it. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Bobby Manning is in there. Guys, seeing anything interesting in the in the post game at all? Um, I no, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen a good. Much. I haven't seen a good smart update. No. Oh, Ime said he rolled his ankle pretty bad. That's all I saw, and they're gonna yeah, that's all they're gonna said, wait yeah. wait till I see tomorrow. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's look. You you you. He's not gonna play against Detroit. There's, no, there's, definitely there's, not. There's no. no. Point. Uh, the Just let him rest. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that you're concerned oh, about is whether it's something that requires something beyond just rest and recovery. That's your concern at this point. Um. Speaking of Ime. I was trying to wait until Bobby came on, but I don't know where the hell he is. He must be just living up the uh, media availability right now. But there's a well, lot Luke of Cornette people. Did play. Luke Cornett did play, so oh, Bobby might be a minute. Bobby might be a minute. He's having a beer with Luke. He's having a beer with Luke and everything. There's a lot of people, especially in this chat, who may owe Ime an apology. Don't go there, Jimmy. And I'm going to tell you why. Here's the thing. He's been better just like the players have been better. Let's not pretend as if they the wanted him fired, though. No one, Jimmy, we didn't stop. Not man. us, not us. I'm saying, some, you know, oh. you can hear it. I didn't say us. I was I gonna people. say, I was like, when did Sherrod say that? I thought you were trying to call no, him. No, I said, I literally said people in the chat. They were, and you know, who you are. You know who you are. I'm not calling they everybody. Who they are. Well, it, it just didn't make sense. I mean, 
I would have been more disappointed if he had his full allotment of players at the beginning of the season and they were getting their asses kicked. Then it would have been a problem. That would have been a problem because that team, as they're constructed, should not have been losing if everyone's healthy. But when you've got guys in COVID, health and safety protocol, injuries, illnesses, all that other stuff, you're going to struggle. And you're a first-year coach, too, so you're trying to figure a lot of this shit out on your own. First-year coaches have a very tough track record, typically because they take over bad teams. But I I, I do think that the one thing I think we all agreed on is that the players need to buy into what Ime's saying. He's not always going to paint it rainbows and butterflies. And that's kind of what everyone thought that the Celtics needed was a guy that was going to tell it like it is, play, you know, you know, be tough on them, make them really work for things. And I think finally, maybe he sort of cracked through. And now, like John said earlier, seeing is believing. Now they're kind of seeing what Ime has been preaching is translating to wins. And now everything's all honky dory. They are getting, you know, uh, there's, there's the whole, like they're getting extremely, fashionable as a as a pick now um in kind of the twitter sphere and not just among fans and people who follow basketball but among like people who cover basketball are starting to talk you know like there's something happening with this team right now and again you really hope the market the hottest team in the league clearly yeah but i mean it's like beyond like a run kind of like almost like an evolution you know and like that that feels like the vibe as people are talking about it like they're doing something over there right now. Watch out, you know? And again, when you go back to the trade deadline or you talk about kind of the whole thing and how it's working out, it, it works. If Tatum and Brown are Tatum and Brown, if, if Tatum and Brown do Tatum and Brown things and everyone else plays their role, that's enough. That's enough to be competitive against almost anybody that you're going to throw out there right now. Again, we're really curious to see Philly 2.0 and Brooklyn 2.0 once they get their rosters together and what that's going to look like when they play. But in the here and the now, right now, you know, there's not – again, we keep talking about where's the quality wins going to come. Who are you going to put in front of them right now that you're going to be like, oh, that's that's going to be – that's a team they can't beat. There really isn't one right now. Well, the, well, if they yeah. keep playing this way defensively, I'm still not completely right. sold offensively. Not yet, but it's yeah. up to Tatum and Brown. It's like Tatum and Brown have to beat. Yeah, that's always been the no. key. That's why we. That's why we hit them so hard. They exactly. have to be transcend. That's they have to be transcendent. Those guys have to be a problem. You know, exactly. where like when everything else is going fine and you're playing, the other team's playing well, and those guys are just doing stuff that you can't stop. That's when it becomes real. But it, right. if those guys are off, you, it, there's just not enough around them to be able to account for it. You have to win real. You have to win a real rock fight, which they can now because the defense is playing the way it wins. So there's a puncher's chance even when they're not every going time. Well, but when they're yeah. going well, that kind of changes the equation for them. So that's why that's why it's becoming a problem. Because if those guys are playing like they played tonight, that's that's it's you know it's game over. Well, that's yeah. a, that's I mean that's the cheat code right there. I mean right. it's like when they're playing well, they're gonna crush you because that defense is so locked in now that it doesn't matter who steps out there. They're looking to shut you down. I mean, like I said earlier, their game plan defensively against Joel was near flawless. Uh, they sent doubles uh, from all different angles. There was he could never get a comfort comfort level thinking and knowing where the double team is going to come from. It came from all different angles. And uh, again, they, um, they're a problem now. They're, they're a legitimate problem. As Jalen said, the energy has shifted. Is that what he said? He did say that. He tweeted that out uh, after the Atlanta, <laughs> the Atlanta loss. 
they're a problem. I mean, it, it, there's, there's, there's no getting around that because the one thing that they have gotten to the point where they can rely on every night is their defense. Yeah. And it's uh, what too is it? Go ahead. I was just going to ask you, Sherrod, real quick. What was the Philly people saying? I know you said Keith said he was expecting this tonight, but what was the reaction to the Celtics from out-of-town media? Like, what's their vibe? I I think for the, for them, it was just shock. that Not so much that, the, that there was a loss, but just that it was so emphatic. Uh, you figured there would be more of a fight, uh, but there was no – I mean, this thing was over by halftime. Um, it really was. And, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier – this defense has figured out how to just really not shut down core guys, but make their lives incredibly uncomfortable. Like Jokic had a really big game against Denver, but you look down the stretch, he was three for eight in the, in the fourth quarter. He had three rebounds. You look over at Rob's numbers, Rob's had four points, just as many rebounds, had three blocks in the fourth. So they're figuring out ways to make the best players mortal. And when you get into the playoffs, that's what you want. Because that means you got to yeah. fight and choose to win every single game. Yeah. doesn't mean you're going to, but at least you know you're positioning yourself to be competitive in those situations. And that's really, when you look at the moves Brad made, that's what they're looking for. They're looking to bring in guys that mm-hmm. can compete. Uh, and Brad, he got sick and tired of looking at the damn daycare uh, roster that he had out there. He wanted to get some grown-ass men in here. So. And he's and he's the guy who knew firsthand what that's He knew better than anyone. About. Exactly. Right. Like, right. He's like, man, Ime, you're not doing this. You're not going through what I went through. Let me let me help you out here a bit, but yeah, no, that's a it's a great point, Sherrod, and, and also the the language that he used in that press conference. It was almost as if Brad was defensive, like, yeah, I gave up two future first. So what? Like this guy's gonna deliver, and you know this guy he went gang. He went Brad gangster. No, he really did. He went gangster. Like he was like, listen, like I I stand behind this decision, and yeah, I, I'm not doing things. He looked right in John's did. eyes. He looked right in John's yeah. eyes. He said, yeah, and I would have gave up a 2029 pick too. <laughs> So what you got, Corrales? Bring it up. What's, what's the next question? Next question. I swear he was going to drop a next question, you know? But no, in all seriousness, though, the the trade obviously is, is a huge In all seriousness, they, they still overpaid by a lot. But yeah, go ahead. They they did. They did. But that's not on him. That's on Danny's tab. Okay? I know. On Fair, tab Fair enough. Fair enough. For drafting poorly. That's the way, that's the way Brad's yeah. rationalizing. You draft poorly, but, you got to overpay. Yeah, but 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 anyways, he knows that unlike other teams in the East, he's got two elite scores, you know, and that's the difference. You know, we talked about teams like the Atlanta Hawks of, of three weeks ago. Oh man, they're surging. Look out for them, you know. And, and where where are they now? You know, like it's it's interesting how many teams in the East have gone through that. That sort of this a similar transformation to what the Celtics are doing, but the timing has been a little bit off. For the Celtics, I think right now, obviously it was just in time. Obviously, you know, heading heading into the All Star break, all of a sudden. You're you're in the sixth the, the sixth spot in the East, so the timing is great. But this trade, I think, is gonna this, the ripple effect from or these trades rather, is huge for this team. You know, everyone's buying into this culture, and it's all happening at the same time. The C markets goes that go down, is a tremendous loss. But hopefully, he'll be all right after the All Star break. We have to wait and see. But uh, it doesn't take away from what the team is going to be able to do. I think tomorrow night. You know. Well, the other thing too you got to remember also is that they've played a lot of the tough squads already so the schedule is is going to kind of lighten up significantly for them compared to some of the other teams in the eastern conference so there's going to be opportunities for them to continue to move up the standings and i mean we could be looking at a team that's looking at a top three finish in the east uh which was all said and done that's not nearly as crazy as it may have seemed like two three weeks ago um because again they're 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 at their their hole right now and right and that's 
good enough to beat pretty much every team in the East, as we've seen. And that would change everything, right? I mean, home oh, yeah. court, obviously, the matchups, you know, best of seven matchups. I mean, we still thinking about – we know the Miami Heat and the and the Milwaukee, you know, Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, teams like that, I don't think the Celtics have leapfrogged. But at the same time, if you're able to avoid one of those guys, you know, one of those teams, which seem – it would seem impossible if you were fighting for a spot just to make the playoffs. Now you're in a unique spot and you have that momentum going in. Two. So two things. One, I've been hurt before, so I'm not completely I'm not completely sold yet because I've seen this happen in the past. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic by what I've seen. Two is it Jimmy's looking at this like Charlie Brown and Lucy. He's like, I'm not falling for that exactly. again. Exactly. I ain't kicking this football. Nope, not doing okay. it. Two, could the NBA um, All-Star break be happening in a worse time for the Celtics? I mean, talk about a team that's been clicking. Not given the Marcus injury, but yeah. Yeah, the Marcus injury aside, sure. I just mean, like, they yeah. have so much going right in the right direction right now. Yeah, I, I hate for them to take, like, a week, you know, a week. I'm not saying – I'm not worried that they're going to, you know, go off and party for a week. Straight. I'm just saying, like, they have all this momentum that, you know, you kind of want to just keep playing games. <laughs> Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not as bothered by that only because I'm looking at the teams that they're going to be playing out the gate. Uh, you open up with Brooklyn, which at, at Brooklyn, which is great because that means no Kyrie. Um, then you play a Detroit team that you should beat. Indiana is not very good. Atlanta's struggling. I mean, and Memphis is pretty much the first real legitimate challenger you're going to face out the break and you've got three tune-up three or four tune-up games before you get there so i'm not worried about them coming out the break because i think they're again as i mentioned earlier they're playing teams that they should be able to beat regardless of where they are uh, regardless of whether you have marcus smart available or not so yeah i think they're in good shape okay 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 he thinks he's in good shape uh we're waiting on we're gonna wait on Bobby to pop in here too. He's doing some post game stuff, and we'll go once around the horn again. Uh, who have we not talked about tonight? Obviously, people got to see their Hauser minutes. You know, <laughs> look, you don't know how he would hold up against actual NBA players having to play defense in critical moments. The dude can shoot though, man, and it's so free and easy. Again, we talked about finding ways to hide Hauser minutes. You know put them in lineups where the defense isn't going to be so noticeable. Other teams do this. There are players in the league who just shoot and aren't great defensively. And you just find ways to get them in there. You would like to see, you know, again, it just, it stinks to know that that's there on the bench and to not, you know, break glass in case of emergency because they have shooting emergencies a lot, you know, Um, they don't need it now because they're just winning with defense and whatever level of offense and level of shooting that they're getting. But I'd still like to see a way to, you know, to work him in there a little bit. Um, I, I, and again, I think you've got a, enough good defensive players you can hide. You can hide him in some lineups. That's the way to get around that is yeah. the way to get around that is just play zone. I mean, that's how you hire bad defenders. You just play zone, and you've got enough length in your lineup to where you can be an effective zone. I mean, that's the key to the zone. Uh, the best zones are the ones that have guys with ridiculous length. That's why. You know, my alma mater, Syracuse, we always play zone because we get guys who are like six, eight, six, nine with seven foot wingspans who can't shoot, but we can defend the hell. But we can defend that. That's what we do. That's true. That's true. So Heat lose tonight. Cavs lose tonight. Sixers obviously lost tonight. 
Celtics inching their way up here. Going up. Going up. I have to say, I'm stunned that this is a conversation that we're having based on how the season kind of started for the first. I'm just stunned. John, I mean. What's the the crazy part? The crazy part is that you're not even crazy for thinking they could finish potentially with the best record in the East. It's not right right now. It's not crazy, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I need to see a little bit more of it. I want to feel that it's crazy because to me, I, I'm struggling to, to grab to wrap my arms around that idea. But when you look at the standings, you look at the way they're playing. Yeah, I mean, think about it. the The Nets are are, are going to be losing games until Simmons comes back, right? I mean, and even when he comes back, who knows what's going to be there? I mean, obviously, we don't know what Durant's deal is either right now. Um, the Sixers aren't going to be doing a whole lot until Harden comes back, and if he's healthy, and we'll see how that goes. And teams like the Heat, Bulls. Those are beatable teams. Like, there's no, there's, Look, there's, there's no warriors of you know the, four years I, ago. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get too far ahead. Like, no, I don't but, know where. I don't know where they'll finish. But what, what, what's clear is like it's more wide open than you would think. There's no like a, a lot of the playoffs will be settled by matchups. There's teams that they'll match up with better than others. But I mean, even still, Brooklyn and. Brooklyn and Philly are incomplete, and you're going to see different teams for sure. Atlanta, right. I don't know if they're going to put it together. They might not. Listening to Clint Capella talk on a podcast uh, 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 earlier today, they sound broken. Like, you know, like they sound like what we were talking about the Celtics last year. Yeah. Nobody's into it. They're not playing. Nobody's well, they had a good win no tonight. defensive effort. Right. So they've got some problems here, but then, you know, there's talent enough there where they could become a problem. Uh, Chicago has been playing without, you know, with a, with a bunch of injuries, Levine's been out. So, uh, you know, Toronto again is playing well. I still think that the Celtics probably have more than them. And then Charlotte has a lot of talent and they're in a bit of a dip now too. There's mm-hmm. a lot of teams there that have, that can make some noise. Um, yeah. So I don't know where they're going to fall in terms of standings. However, if the playoffs started today and they matched up with blank, you know, would you be like, yep, game over, can't win that one? Like, no. is there a team right now you'd be like, no way can they beat them? Right now, couple you don't want right to play. Now, I don't want to play Milwaukee. A, right. Yeah, exactly. To me, the Milwaukee Bucks and the, and the Miami Heat, which a few weeks ago was the reality, right? The first-round matchup because one of those teams forget it. You know, that would be that would be tough for the Celtics. But now – yeah. Putting, the Celtics putting themselves in, the, in the, the, the top half, you avoid those teams, at least until the later rounds of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, not mean, gonna those, play, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to want to play I'm not going to want to play a Nets team in the playoff. Definitely not. If they have home court, it's fine. <laughs> we'll see. I don't, yeah, I mean, we'll see if that happens that way. I mean, I like if Simmons it. comes back, it, it, Simmons is going to be back by the – let's be out. He's going to be back, and as long as he stays healthy, you know, they're going to be a very, very difficult team to beat. Simple Look at this guy. <laughs> hey. There he is. Look who made it. I'm here. What's going on? Any yeah, we, we talked about Jalen. We talked about, uh, uh, you know. Talked uh, about everything. A little everything. We saved you a little Tyson Pritchard if you want. There's a little slice left on the counter. <laughs> um, a little cornet action for you. Like, oh, you oh cornet. How about this quote from Emei? <laughs> once Horford, once Horford got two fouls, Luke Cornett was in the back of my mind. <laughs> Didn't go said. there, obviously, but well, that's how that's how well, good Daniel Bobby Tice was. Like, was. I feel you. What was yeah, the buzz? I, what was the buzz in the uh, in the post game? 
just a just a lot of confidence from this group. You just see the stature Tatum's talking with, the confidence in the ball movement, the free flowing nature of the offense right now. Uh, like just this, you know, season highs getting thrown around in terms of blows and uh, this team holding for the fourth time a team under 33%. They have four of the best 12 field goal percentage defensive games in the league this year. And this was the best tonight, 28 points nine-ish or just 28 percent from the field no team has held an opponent to that uh, number this year so this group just feels good about where it's at the fact that you can plug uh, grant in there tatum talked about the fact that like that made everybody feel like a little bit more energized on the defensive end because they knew they wouldn't have rob to lean on and you saw it early in this game like they were just piling up stop after stop after stop and it's funny because harden sat on the bench and watched the uh, Nets go down 28-2 to two in that game. Here, he just watched the bricks pile up in the first quarter and the look, of this game. The look on the his face, man, it was so funny. He's like, all of happened? it on national television, too. Back-to-back, <laughs> yeah. back, national and television, it, TNT and games, it, and Harden's just like this. All, yeah. all of it with him, with him wearing that damn outfit. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> that was Bobby, unreal. Bobby, better better fit tonight, you or Harden? If, I wish we could get a side-by-side up of the fits tonight. <laughs> Bobby. It depends what you're going for. Bobby mine's with the hat. With the hat. Mine's a little more traditional. I didn't mind it, his. I thought it was an interesting <laughs> attempt, but it wasn't bad. It was an unique. interesting attempt. <laughs> you got the hat, Bob, or what? It's a couple people yeah, are it's in for there. the hat. Okay. It's, it's in there. We, we took it off at halftime. It's warmed up in here. What was the vi- <laughs> what was the vibe surrounding Smart? Oh, yeah. <sighs> interesting comment from Brown about Smart is uh, – is talking about Smart's temperament over the last 10 to four games. I thought that was an interesting word choice there, just in terms of how he's been playing, the temperament or the approach to the game being the key word there. Uh, but basically everybody just felt that someone else is going to have to step up there. There wasn't a huge concern over it. And honestly, I don't have a ton either. You know, we'll see what the grade is and everything like that. It's an ankle sprain. He'll miss some time here for sure. But it looked really bad when he went down. And with the All-Star break coming up, Detroit tomorrow, there's no good time to get hurt, but he'll have a week and some change here to recover from whatever grade of a sprain that was. It wasn't great to see him not being able to put weight on it, though. Overall, though, Ime was pretty tight to the vest about it. He said he didn't like the way he was walking when he uh, left the locker room here. It looked bad. Oh, that's not good. Did he have crutches or a boot or anything? No word on that. No, it didn't look good. I mean, if only we had somebody there to... To look. Come on. Watch him leave. <laughs> Damn, Jimmy. Damn, Jimmy. He's hell trying. Now it'll trickle out. We'll find out soon enough. It's all good. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they'll be back the, in Boston tomorrow. The worst ones are the ones the uh, those are I those are awful when you step on somebody else's foot. Yeah. Th- those are so. It looked bad. very painful. Uh, God. So you know, again, you'll see. I mean. You know, who, what's the point of playing doctor? Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. You're hoping yeah, it's yeah. not. You're hoping it's not six weeks and then lingering. You know, so like anything, anything within a couple of weeks, you feel pretty good that you got away with one. Yeah, I was talking like it's a good thing it wasn't the calf strain we saw last year. That's like, what I, I thought. I thought he yeah. was holding his calf. I thought he, he was probably I, thinking. He's probably thinking about that. That's why. And the yeah. calf strain was like a tear. You know, like it was like bad. Well, listen, yeah. guys. I mean, again, not to be all doctor, but when you roll your ankle, you do pull multiple ligaments in that leg. Yes, the calf you tear, could still you tear be them. Yeah. The calf could still have been. The calf 
Good call. Ligament is connected with the to medical. the ankle ligament. With almost the like the knee bone and the hip bone. Here we are guessing the... injury. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> it's not it's not the injury. It's just the it's the momentum uh slam the brakes. Whether whether you lose it for X amount of time or it takes him a while to get back into it, um, it just was that's why it's bad timing. And the fact that yeah. they're so thin, you lose one other person for even a teeny bit of time, and you're in a weird place uh, with this team. So it was interesting though, because I th- I thought the rush was going to come right after the end of the second half. I think it was just under a thirty point lead coming in in the second half. But Grant and I'll hit those threes, and it was off to the races from there. Uh, the Philly just never made a push, even though Smart wasn't in there. They got minutes against Neesmith and Pritchard. Those guys actually played pretty well in this one, Neesmith especially. Uh, yeah. So they held it down from a depth standpoint in this one. And then obviously the deep, deep portion of the bench there just mashed Phillies. Uh, so yeah. like I wrote on Celtics blog, you know, a couple of games ago, this is a key spot for Pritchard and Neesmith. It's like sink or swim for those guys right now. And this was probably Neesmith's best game of the year by far. Uh, so, Pritchard did a good job spreading the ball around. Both of them fit into what they were doing defensively, obviously, given the numbers that they held the Sixers to here. Uh, So that's the encouraging thing out of this one is that you just didn't fall apart after Smart went down, which I was worried was going to happen. Let me ask you guys a question uh, because a couple people have put this in the chat. I'm curious your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Everyone's always like the buyout market is the biggest much ado about nothing, you know, story every single year. Uh, We've been over this. That's what you said. even, but I mean, even the best guys, whatever teams they go to, end right. up not making a huge impact. But they always go to the same teams. You see a, you you uh, you know, I googled Dragic today just to see like, oh, what's that market gonna look like? Yeah, and, and I they saw list, that. They list seven teams, and the Celtics aren't one of them. You know, it's like L.A., <laughs> Miami, like yeah, Chicago. Dallas. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, and so, but the question a couple of people asked in the chat is, now that the Celtics are. A, playing extremely well and look like they might actually be a contender, and B, are actually a team where opportunity might be real, you know, um, and you might be able to come here and actually make an impact. Might they be more attractive than they would have been a week or two weeks ago? Because you think it's – they chase one of two things. I want to go play in a place that's cool, like L.A. Like the Lakers shouldn't be on anybody's list, but they're on on everybody's list, you know? See, I was just going to say, a couple of those – the, the 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 usual suspects, so to speak, they're not on that list now, and I, I yeah. think there's a there's. But then it's always Bucks. Now it's Bucks. Now it's Heat. Right. People Bucks got Bembry today. A quick path the to the title, right? Right. I think the national exposure and the winning streak and the you know Tatum Brown. Yeah, I think that helps. That, that that's a good way to draw in one of these guys. But at the end of the day, sometimes these guys are just looking for with a better situation. So it all depends on what player we're talking about, obviously, right? Like. I mean, if they if it's a guy who doesn't see an opportunity for them to for them to play, then they're probably they may lean to another team, or if they have another option where they have a better chance to win a championship, depending on how old they are, they may pick that other team. So, but I think it's to put himself in a good position right now because of this momentum. I think that helps. Well, it it, it helps definitely, but it, it it again they're they're battling perception, they're battling the reality that there are teams who have clear holes in their roster, like the Lakers. Like, I don't think the, the, the names that you see are on there just because it's in LA. It's because that team sucks. And if you're a halfway decent player, you can go in there and actually play minutes. Cause again, they kind of suck. Yeah. And, and you look at yeah. a team like Milwaukee, Milwaukee is a really good team to defend in champions. So they have the opportunity to contend for a championship to dangle out there. Uh, even if the city isn't the most attractive place in the world. And, and, 
So the Celtics are kind of somewhere in between there. There are opportunities, but I don't think their opportunities are as abundant as people might think. Like if I were a point guard and I wanted to go somewhere and play, you know, 15 minutes or so for a really good team, Boston would be on my list because I know if I'm a pretty decent player and I got some experience, I can probably take Peyton Pritchard's minutes. Yeah, I just but don't I, know who's out there. Dragic is. I don't know what he has in the tank. He didn't look good. I don't either. With the Raptors. He hasn't played think, at all, really. I think he's done. Yeah. So, and then what else is it? It's just guys, you know. It's nothing that's going to help you that much. Not John was right. The market didn't look great, and uh, you know, Gary Harrison break loose doesn't sound like he's gonna. Other guys that sound all right. Tyreek Evans, like who knows? It's been like three years since uh, he played. No. So. Yeah, nothing's going to help you there. You do need to fill the spots, though. You got about a week or two here where you actually do have to get guys in there. They said, uh, you know, you may said at practice or whatever it was a few days ago, uh, they're looking to either add shooting or developmental guys. And I believe developmental guys. Get some projects in here, a big who you can work up. Uh, I think there's a couple names out there in that regard right now. Uh, so, oh, listen, then, nothing's going to bail you out right now in terms of the bailout mar- or buyout market. It's it's just it's just guys, you know. Like the, what about our gotta, old friend, our old friend who always we always get asked in our, and I'm sure you guys get asked as much as I do on Twitter. Mr. He's Fourth going to back. He's going back to Grand. He's going back to Grand Rapids. I know. Um, so he's he's right for the pickings now. I mean, you just you just got rid of two guys. If you and just Ennis. lose Marcus Smart, though. I'm not saying they're similar players. Who's but, your friend, Dennis? You just got rid he of. He is Dennis my friend, but he's my friend too. Two, two friend, guys. Isaiah really... Thomas is also our friend. He is poor guy. He literally is like, "What's it gonna take, guys?" You Please. know, like he's just tapping quick, on the um, window. <laughs> speaking of finding jobs, it is a good opportunity to mention our sponsor, LinkedIn, one of our many sponsors here at the Garden Report. It is a I new like year, but it's like feeling that. harder than ever to find <laughs> and hire qualified people you need. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. They make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. We here use it at CLNS Media uh, all the time, and it's a it's a terrific tool. Uh, it, we you, create a post, you create a post in minutes, and you can reach the world's largest professional network of over 70 mil. 770 million people, <laughs> Joe Swift. Wait, Matthew. no way. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised too, Jimmy. 770 million people focus on candidates with just the right skills. Is there a hockey game going on behind Sherrod? I hear like talks. Got to be Bobby. No. I know. It's, it's the boards. Bobby. It's the boards. Uh, you get your role. Uh, get your role in front of the most qualified candidates. Use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires. So here's what you do. You go to LinkedIn Jobs. Dot com slash garden. That's LinkedIn.com slash garden. Sorry, not LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post your job for free. Once again, LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post your first job for free. LinkedIn Just go in jobs there and will post help a you job. Just post find a job. the candidates you want to get to. Jimmy loves this bit. He loves this bit. You don't even have to have it. You don't even have to have your own company. Just I love post this. a job. And like, people are going to be impressed. People can be very impressed by when they say, they love oh, it. he's hiring. Jimmy loves it. He, lo- he loves this bit. Um, it's going to hit at some point. <laughs> any other odds and ends from tonight? And again, can't, can't Can we talk possibly... about Grant? No, no. 
Um, but uh, we can't we can't overstate. <laughs> so we gotta go. No Grant, no no Jalen. No, we can talk about anything. You can't overstate like how awesome it was. Almost like top to bottom, soup to nuts. Literally, there's not a person you're gonna. And Bobby, I'm joking. There's not a person you can pull out of tonight's <laughs> game and say, "Nah, that guy didn't." No, you everyone, can't. Every every everyone. unit built on the last. The bench was got built leads, yeah. and then the the garbage time unit built an even yeah. bigger. Roderick lead. Thomas even had, had this a is couple. this is that yeah, nice this is that game. This is that game where the next time you have practice, like you're not running at all. Like coach is so impressed with you guys. Like everyone did their thing. Yeah, so. take the day off, guys. This is a good. Yeah, one, exactly. Right? We're not running. Oh, no, no, no practice he, tomorrow. Well, right. Joel and B got 17 free throws, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, yeah. that's not our oh, control. The way know? they handled Embiid was just brilliant. Yeah. He wasn't even near the rim at the start of the game. And Everything was far got, away. He still got flopping. trips to the free throw line, Bobby. He'd be flopping. Well, let me ask you guys this. If not for if not for generous whistles, Embiid might have might have had single digits tonight. They, I'm they, curious they about that. Which is which is exactly what I wanted to happen, but it was yeah. impossible because they absolutely yeah. neutralized him. Go, go ahead, Bobby. I'm curious about Definitely. this. I wonder what you guys think. Is that strategic? Just hammering them, sending them there. Maybe you'll miss a few, but don't make anything. Yes, easy. it felt like that Big was. Yes, goal. sometimes like a couple were a couple were BS. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Horford we, ones were. Yeah, yeah, the Horford yeah. ones. Like, you Grant know, had you know, one too. Grant had one. Grant had him. Just a, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's what you that's what you want to do with a guy like that. You want him to literally earn his points, and him shooting free throws is a way to do that. Yeah, um, like I said, he didn't make his first field goal to like more than halfway through the second quarter. That's success. Uh, yeah, there's right. no way they're gonna win when he's that non a big a non factor for that stretch of time to start a game. No he doubt. And without, without him, without Rob, right? Exactly. Damn it, Bobby. No, yeah, <laughs> did it without Rob. It's impressive. It really is. It really yeah. was the way they were so connected early on on that end and. Listen, we're talking on the string of 16 to 20 now. They're the best defense in the league by like five points. It's starting for to feel 99 like defensive those, rating. Yeah. It, it, it's starting to feel like one of those defenses where the, you, you feel like you're playing against six guys, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're just swarming. They're swarming. They're everywhere. I asked Brown and, and, and Tate, it feels like to be part of something like that. And he, that's kind of what they talked about, John. Like, it, it just feels like it's hard to score on you. I think that's what Jason said. Like, it, and you can feel it just sitting inches away there and just how much size there is. There's no one to go at. I said that last show, this league now, like the, it's obsessed with finding the mismatch. There's not as much one-on-one -on -one breaking down guys individually. You're trying to find that advantage and teams are still doing it against Boston, but they can't find it. So they're teams so switchable and versatile now one through one through eight one through nine it's it's really amazing you know and tice um, fit right in the, the tice is perfect because he's such an ideal backup big because he does everything you want with that second unit he's athletic he's versatile he can defend multiple positions he can stretch it out on offense but just defensively he's everywhere um he's, he's perfect i was stunned at how good he looked he was so good yeah, yeah. he hasn't played real yeah. minutes since january 10th yeah and this team really folded i mean Granted, the way the Celtics were shooting, I guess any team would, to some to some effect, would just, you know, fold the way Philly did. But the way they did it, like, you look at someone like Tobias Harris, and sure, he has his nights where, you know, he's cutting through and he's, you know, getting to his spots and everything. But he's not a guy that's going to demand the ball and try to take things into his Oh, hands, I forgot right? he existed until you just said his name. Exactly. Like, like I, outside of Joel Embiid. The Philadelphia 76ers, like when they're when they're. I really forgot he played tonight, Josue. I swear. 
when he's when they're short on offense, like when it rains, it pours for these guys. And oh, I, I, I Tobias really, honestly, Harris, two for seven, minus forty. Oh, awful, just terrible. Six points, non-existent, minus 40. non-existent. Oh. So, like, you saw, I'll keep my lips saw, sealed on him. When this team is vulnerable, like Ugh. it's the Celtics can really capitalize. And this is a, a again, yeah. uh earlier before Bobby came on. Like I, I honestly do think this is a message. Like not a message in the we we'll take care of you guys, but uh look out for us. We're we'll build something here type of message. Uh yuck. I wonder if Embiid had like PTSD from the they always kick our ass, you know, days when he used to talk about it. <laughs> it's not a it's not a rivalry. It's, it's not, not a, a rivalry. rivalry. They always yeah. kick our ass. I love that. <laughs> You know, because this was yeah, this was the, this was a this was a beating, and I don't yeah. care James Harden or not. I mean, this was a beating. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. You re- that's what they had coming in. I mean, they're missing Curry right out of that group, and the Drummond second unit minutes mattered. He actually looked pretty good for Brooklyn in his debut too, by the way. So, this is the risk Philly's taking here. Is Harden going to stay stable and healthy here? And if not. They cut out their depth big time to get him there. Well, Bobby, how are they going to play though? You know, are they going to give him the keys? You know, they're going to be like, do your thing. Because that's I what asked he was Doc that pregame. Compla- that's what he was reportedly co- complaining about in, in Brooklyn. What did Doc say about that? Yeah, uh, he was just talking about all the different stuff that they can do with those guys together, and you know how that's like the least of their concerns. But it was a lot of chemistry talk, you know. And he's a very honest guy when he talks about like his group and what he's doing here. In fact, he said he doesn't know how to use Paul Millsap, and he barely played in this game because of it. But uh, in terms of the two guys there, he was saying like you don't know how they were gonna respond to his personality and to the way he's gonna do things here. Like they're at ground zero there, and he was pretty frank with it. They don't have a lot of time. Like, there just isn't it right now. And so guys are in the practice, like, trying to feel off each other and figure out what they're going to do in terms of each other. Like, this is going to be a boom, boom, boom process here in terms of figuring out how to play with each other. Uh, he used the word process. He did that on purpose, Bobby. I know you did. Good job. Yeah. Doc with the ex- Doc's going to be writing those excuses for at least a, a month or two. I mean, they're baked in. You're shorthanded because you lost a couple players, and until you get your other guy back, and then you got to work through it. I'm really interested. But are we going to get – yeah. yeah, I think you're about to say what I'm about to say. Are we going to get angry, Doc, though? Like, him and Harden? I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll see. I don't know. But all things are looking good. You're hoping for, fingers crossed, the couple of week Marcus Smart um, injury, and, injury. And, that's, yeah. and that's it. Uh, final thoughts before we wrap it here. We're back tomorrow. I'll go first because things are tearing down around me yeah. right now. I'm about to collapse through the floor. Um, some some different Philly about the yellow Bobby right now. Derek White's obviously the key now. Can he take over this offense? And what, this one game and it's against Detroit, so we're not really going to get a good look at it here. But you would assume that there'll be time after the All-Star break that Smart might miss there too. Uh, we haven't really seen him commanding the ball yet and being like the every play point guard, the organizer. It didn't Smart's happen when Marcus was out either. He did not have the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah, and Tatum's yeah. making great decisions in those spots, which is good. I thought he was just amazing again getting whipping the ball around maybe tatum's good enough to do it at this point and white can keep playing the same role i don't know where you guys are at on that but i've been very impressed by what tatum's become as a ball handler here brown ups and downs i thought he was decisive early scored those points and honed in on the scoring which is still where he's at his best i got a lot of crap on twitter off the start there but i'm still looking for the decisions bobby people were demanding that when you do arrive to this post game show the first thing you did was apologize for your for your jalen slander 
I don't think what I said is dramatic as it sounded. <laughs> In other words, you're not getting a damn apology. That's what. That's Actually, right. no apology cam tonight, folks. Bobby, I asked, uh, asked Jalen. No, I didn't apologize, but damn, I, I, said. I feel you, Bobby. I got the um, I got the brown. What was the question? You know, when you ask something and he, he goes oh, yeah. to that. I got that when I asked about it today. So. I don't know if, how he felt about that, but I did take it he to the said, room. I wasn't just yapping said, on here about it. No, it's said, fine. It's the, uh, yeah, it, it's you, you <laughs> dared you dared say that one of the beloved untouchable Celtics uh, stars didn't play well for for a game or two. You know how dare you, Bobby? You can't say that. Uh, Sherrod, Sherrod, anything from you? No. No, we've, we've hit all the different angles with this damn game. They beat the snot out of them, moving on to Detroit. Uh, and hopefully, you, you know, you can get Marcus Smart back at a reasonable amount of time. Because, again, he's been such a key, integral part of what you're doing and your success. Don't fall asleep tomorrow. So, yeah. right. And that's and yeah. it, 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 it feels like it's a trap game. You know, the yeah. last game before the break at home, you're yeah. playing great. And you're playing a team that sucks and has nothing to lose, literally nothing to lose. Yeah, they really suck, right. though. So you're going to have to really fall into a trap just, <laughs> yeah. just way. Yeah, I mean, uh, to thinking back on that, just grind it out. You know, make sure you stretch this thing out to 10 wins in a row. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who's handling the ball most of the time. I, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of pressure. Maybe see a little bit, but I don't think it'll be for that reason. I, I think you'll, you'll see we'll be loose. guys like Tate Brown. Um, you know, take turns handling the ball, being the distributor, and also I think an opportunity for White. Obviously, we talked about that too. Um, Get I, out I of think here! He's been the jeez. Uh, what's everybody you, you kicking everybody out of here? Am Nothing. I, I was just kick, kicking Jimmy out. Oh, oh. If you noticed, he looked so confused when you brought him back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the same, obviously. But um, I want to see how they how they look without someone like Marcus and uh, guys like Tatum and Brown pick up the slack yeah. uh, with with him out. Jimmy. I echo what Joe Sway said. I'm, I'm going to be all eyes on Derek White tomorrow just to see how – I mean, I imagine he's going to get the start tomorrow, so he's going to get that burn with the first unit right off the bat, and I'll just I'll just be looking for that. Um, and, you know, either way, I hope they can – I hope they can cruise into the all-star break with a win, but um, I don't I don't think uh, – you know, I mean, they're going to lose at some point. So yeah. if it happens before, it happens before. Yeah. Give me back – Oh, for me, for me, go ahead, Joe Sway. No, uh, this has nothing to do with the game, so I'm just going to wait till you go. Go ahead. I'm going to say, give me give me back-to-back Neesmith nights, okay? <laughs> give me Neesmith early uh, and often tomorrow. I want to like see that. him stack good performances together heading into the All-Star yeah. break. It's as important as anything else that's going to happen tomorrow. You already, you've done a lot of good things. Build the kid up a little bit. Yeah. You're going to need yeah. it. It's going to pay off. You're thin already. That's a great call. You need, yeah. please, please, please. I want to see him enter the game late in the first quarter or something. I want to see him get eight, 10 minutes in that first half. I want to see that repeat itself in the second half, depending on how the game goes. And I want to see him just play and not worry about just hiding, just playing. Yeah. I liked, I liked tonight that he went to the basket a couple of times. We saw that in summer league. We didn't see it a lot during the year because I think he's so freaking nervous all the time to mess up. Just play, man, play with the confidence that your coach hopefully gives you that these minutes are yours. You Some don't, control. you're not, you're not auditioning on the fly, on the fly, chill, you know, move fast, but slow your brain down and just go out and play. I want to see it again tomorrow. And yeah. then he comes out a, a, a revived, rejuvenated guy that you can actually count on. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I'm just surprised that he, his confidence is what it is. Because, I mean, his coach in college was Jerry Stackhouse, who's one of the most irrationally confident human beings who's ever walked the face of the earth. And I love that about him. I love that about him. And, I, and that's why I he irrationally confident. I love that. Neesmith hasn't been that good, though. I was expecting Neesmith to play with a little bit more swagger to him. So. Yeah. John, so right. yeah. I hope. I hope. What do you hope, Josue? <laughs> I hope um, he doesn't. Uh, Eme doesn't reel him back. You know, get him in there. Keep him going. Keep the momentum going. That's all. Keep it going. Keep going. Yeah. I was Jimmy, what do you got? End it with John's opinion on speaking of Neesmith, Romeo Langford's first game in San Antonio. It's about as good as Josh Richardson's first game and about as good as Thomas Sadoransky's first game, which is none of the new Uh, guys played. So why don't you guys pump the brakes a little bit on your victory lap? Real quick. I thought you were going to say they didn't do anything. Okay. uh, So once again, uh, join our Discord server, clnsmedia.com slash Discord. I guess guess it's already friggin'. Is it popping? I guess it's all jacked up right now. So uh, Jimmy, I know, is going to head over. I might pop in. If you guys want to continue the chat with us, we're going to hang out over there. We'll keep keep the conversation going for a little bit longer. Obviously, you don't need us there to, to have the party. Uh, just sign up right now, clnsmedia.com slash Discord. It's right there for you. Uh, come hang out with us. And again, shout out to our sponsor, linkedin.com slash garden to post your first job for free. LinkedIn, of course, the number one place to post your jobs, to go hire people for potential jobs. You don't even need a job, Jimmy. LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post (laughs) your first job for free. Uh, Once again, the Celtics win. I wish, I wish, I wish it was a 50 burger, but they didn't. They just missed it. (laughs) Hey, you know what, John? Speaking of uh, 50, uh, what I was going to say for all you Celtics fans out there, if you are still up a little late, want to watch something, want to go back at the time a little bit, uh, NBA TV is showing uh, Paul Pierce's 50-piece on the one and only LeBron James. And he's got 35 oh. right now. So uh, fourth quarter in overtime is about to start. Good call. I bet he's going to get it. Yes. So jump on Discord. We'll go play-by-play with the with the final, with the the final fourth quarter of the Pierce-LeBron game here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about that on Discord. I'm gonna talk we'll hang out with you guys. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow. Celtics, Pistons, then it's the All-Star break. Good night.